long ago in a distant land. She created life, and now we can. Mystery! Hey y'all, this is her story, and her story is no different from your experience. We switch it up just a little bit today because Miss Booty over here, Cleo, crazy, is in her feelings. And her neck hurts for some odd reason. I don't know she what she was doing. She was giving head like a chicken. Fuck <laughs> you. So Fuck she's, you. you know, she's not up to it the way that she usually is. So I will, you know, lead us off. So I am Anna, your favorite fucking goddess. Oops, I already started with a cuss word. And it's crazy. That's your problem. My lovely co-host and aggravating ass wife. I'm cussing. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to try to start this podcast with no cussing. I had a conversation with my mom. Well, she had a conversation with me. And I'd be on the phone with her. And I'd just be cussing like a sailor. And she was like, you know what? I don't think I want you cussing in front of me anymore. So she changed her mind, and now I feel some type of way, and now I feel like I have to um, redeem myself, because last couple of episodes, I was cussing like a sailor. So let's just bleep those other two out. Let's start all over. This is a new year, starting right now. Okay. So we have discussion-based podcasts, where it's me and Cleo. We talk about our life, the her story of the week, her news of the week. Her daily lives, which is, you know, to catch up on what we got going on. What's up? What we doing? How's life? How you chilling? And so forth. And then we jump into our topic of the week, which y'all will find in the description, obviously. So let's hop right into it. Babe. Yeah. Who did you choose to be your her story of the week and Um, why? Well... My her story of the week is Uzo Amaka Waneka Uzo Chai Uzo Uzo. Did you pronounce that Aduva. right? Yeah, I definitely did. Uzo oh, Amaka. damn, she's Nigerian. Yep, she is an American Nigerian. Actually, damn. she was born in Boston. Um, she's thirty eight now, I think. Let them know who this per- who this beautiful lady is. So, if you are hot, you already know yourself because if you don't know your name, there's a problem. <laughs> but um, she is Suzanne from Orange Is the New Black. Crazy ass. You know? (laughs) Crazy. First of all, you played that character impeccably, and I've also appreciated her performance in shows like, in, like, movies like Ms. Virginia and all the other good stuff that she's acted on. I have never seen... Oh, no, I've seen one other movie where she acted in, and it was totally different from Crazy Ass. So that shit was wild. The ability to just jump into those personas for the role and commit to it and execute with just beautiful perfection and intent is honestly the most beautiful African worth ethic that I know it to be, and I'm just appreciative that that can that could be seen on TV, you know? Like, I, I appreciate that she can set the, the pace for, like, girls like her who want to be exactly what she is right now and what she's doing. Yeah, I, I just mm. appreciated Crazy Eyes, man. It was one of my favorite characters. I keep trying to, like, pig, peg Crazy Eyes with all the other ladies. Yes, I want some lesbian action. <laughs> But you know, you know, she tried. Shit, crazy she eyes was not it. as crazy as that white girl. Remember that white girl from se- episode three or season three or something? That white girl that no. went to the house that, that that wanted to marry crazy eyes and wanted crazy eyes to be with her. Crazy eyes was like that bitch crazy. Yeah, <laughs> white girl crazy. Like yes, she was crazy. It's fuck, and she was. I started thinking crazy eyes was saying. You feel me? <laughs> crazy eyes is 
just been saying she just has her way about right. her sanity. You feel? So I appreciate I appreciate that execution of that character and the intention behind it. I don't know whether her intent was the same with the producers or directors, but it they made it work. They yeah. made it work absolutely beautifully. She and definitely played one heck of a character. Bruh, I am freaking grateful. Is hella cuss word? Can I say that? You know, this year, you're, first of all, you go on a celibate celibacy. Now she's on a cursed celibacy. <laughs> she, first, she's been off, she's been off weed for like over a year or something. I've been she's trying just, to. She's cutting everybody off. She's cutting everything off. She cut her hair off. You I'm know just, what? I'm, I'm just I'm trying I'm to change next. my life. I'm next. Shut up. <laughs> I'm just really trying to do something different. My life, I'm trying to see what my life is without sex. Because for a while, I feel like that was my life. Sex. And weed or just any kind of like vice. Like, I want to dip into some different type of vice that I feel is more compelling and feels different. Honestly, I think it was just a version of you reclaiming your power from all the things that you desire in humans. Our human is to be fiend. It's to be, to need something that we've gotten access to repetitively and anything we do we're gonna do repetitively so you wanted to be able to reclaim your power and say no i have reclaiming my time you know type shit well, we ain't going into more details about that when we dive into her daily lives <laughs> bless me but um my bless you my her story of the week was the beautiful and lovely voluptuous lizzo before, honestly, I kept hearing that song over and over with That was irritating the fuck out of my soul. Like, I heard it on the radio every fucking day or just wherever I was, people were singing. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? Her voice is annoying. Can I ask a question about Lizzo? What? When you first heard the song, did you hear, did you watch the video to follow the song? No. That's the thing. When I first heard the song, I saw her face. I saw her intention. Why? I didn't even know how she looked. So because of that, that's why I appreciated it every time it came on. It was it, mm. it would have irritated me if I didn't know the person behind it. Right. That's, that's what irritated me because I didn't know the person her, behind her it. Her lumptious full body, intense personality her, just yes, filled up my, my face. None. And it fueled me. It Filtered gave me energy. Everything is just Bro. like, I love how confident, how God-fitted. She you know, is. very confident. Like, she don't care Woo! who's watching. She don't care what you saying, what you doing. She's going to be her. Like, I love that. Unapologetically that... while saying yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I've been listening to some interviews with her. I listened to an interview with her on The Breakfast Club. And... I've listened to her that... interviews. I've listened to that. That's what made me like her. Oh, okay. Like, her energy is infectious. And she just keeps it 300, like, like three stacks. Damn, Lizzo. But, um... Lizzo got a whole other bracket. And she's also, you know, she's from Houston. And oh. she, um, at one point, she was homeless in Houston because her family and them moved. Because I think, I forgot where she's from. At this point, everybody's been homeless. Right, everybody. everybody's just pretending like, oh, it's good when all is good. And when, when Let all me goes finish. Y'all always trying to cut me off. Y'all go hide on the rocks and shit. Moti G, Moti, come online, motherfucker. Come online. Stop hiding. Well, her whole reason why she was um homeless is because like everything just started crashing i think somebody passed away or somebody in her life something happened and they left and went back to their hometown but then she was like well she had lost her job because she was depressed about i think her father i think her father passed away somebody important to her or close to her and she just started losing everything first it was her her place then it was her car but she still was like you know what i'm gonna stay here i feel Mm -hmm. like i need to stay here because i need to get some things done and she did and that's when she started building the foundation of 
her career. Moral of this lesson, motherfuckers out there. Follow yeah. your intuition. Facts. Don't be afraid. When that's when you get pulled into a direction and you can't explain it, it's there for a reason. Do you know the funny, follow that? Fun fact. Trust I've that. actually I've actually interned for a pathologist before during my lifetime here. Um, mm-hmm. That's interesting. I didn't know that. What do you think a coroner is? Oh, I didn't know that's what it meant. I love you. Babe. I love you. My bad. You, you knew that I had. That. I, okay, I knew that. Okay, so Stretch. pretty much, um, cutting into human flesh and seeing what exists underneath us in human guts—it's so weird to believe that that's exactly what you have to follow to be yourself. Yes, my nigga, follow your gut. That intestinal mushy mess—it would. It, beating the blood that's pumping through your veins and it just it's the magical curiosity of the mundane like as much as it is mundane it is magical and that itself is a contradiction of life so believe in the you the the the, the things your voices have told you to do oh god i sound crazy <laughs> please take over <laughs> i'm it's serious okay. guys i'm serious as fuck listening to yourself versions of you want you to survive it wants this vessel to survive so but not it only survive it wants to you thrive. to live you feel me it's not what living Man. if you're not alive right if you're not living if you're not thriving on your existence fight for the people you love fight for your love and ultimately fight to protect not to harm because we all want to be living in comfort and we all want to contribute to that comfort nobody wants to be lazy it just seems like they're forced to be because you're making everything else difficult intentionally too. Now that's just coming from a dark and evil place and I recognize we all have reasons to be dark and evil. Some dark and evil shit's been done to us or we've seen some dark and evil shit and we've decided to replicate it regardless. The point is you are better than your conditions. You are better than your situation. You can choose to be better than what's been done to you. Facts. These are facts. But yeah, that's the reason why Lizzo is my her story of the week. Um, she's also a Taurus. I'm a Taurus rising. I feel that girl. Do you? Y'all can follow oh her on social media. She's fun, like super fun to watch. So, oh, and she just won a Grammy. So kudos, kudos. But um, on to the next. Her. What are you looking at? Nothing you need to be worried about. So all what's right. the hard news of the week? Y'all all know what's been going on lately. What we had to suffer through and we're still healing through, especially the lives that are more directly affected by the loss of Kobe Bryant and Gigi. Gianna or Gianni? Mm-hmm. Gianni, right? Yeah. Gianni um Bryant. Like that was sad. Super sad, but also crazy. Because literally Gianna, that same week, literally that same week, Not it was Gianna. an explosion in Houston. Because we had went to, um, I went to FedEx. And I think I talked about this a little bit in the last podcast. Yeah. Yeah, so it was like an explosion. Helicopters were hovering around our bedroom. Right. And stuff. Like, hovering. I'm like, what the fuck is these helicopters doing out here? And I'm looking up on the news trying to make sure, trying to see if it's something that's going on in my area. But to no avail. And then the next freaking day, I go straight into work. And the news I get as soon as I go into my briefing. Kobe's dead. Damn. I'm like, what? Bro. Are you you for real? Is this real? Can I insert something real quick? 
if you could squash a helicopter as fast and as quickly and as easily as you could squash a fly, that helicopter would have been down so quick. The one above our bedroom. I was trying to sleep. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would not have been concerned with why that shit was happening if I could squash it immediately. But Babe, on. honestly, I think you were not trying to sleep at that time. I think we were up and alert and watching TV or a movie or something. The point is there was noise and I wanted it done. <laughs> I wanted it gone. If I could swat, I would... Bro, like... But just to bring some comical light to this very sad awakening to right, the fact that... Right, because, like, when you're, when you're physically dead, you're dead. Is there any other way to die? <laughs> I um, think you... I've, it I, is! I've, I've, I've had three some faces, emotional deaths. Right, it's three faces of death. I've had some you emotional deaths. You got physical, deaths. Have you, noticed you got something? spiritual, and you got um psychological deaths. Ooh, I think I might have been psychological, not emotional. Because one time, I felt I'm like... spiritual and psychological. So many things were done to me on repeat by humans and people who I was trusting and loving. They just kept repeatedly betraying me and... St- you know, just real quick. They were betraying me and, and kicking me on my ass. And I felt like there was nobody to go to help for. And I shut down. And I became mm. the perpetrator of all the crimes against me I was complaining about. I started to do shit to people, not give a fuck about the re- repercussions. I was like, yeah, fuck you, fuck you. They said fuck me too, huh? Okay, so fuck you now, type shit. You, you understand where I'm coming mm-hmm. from with that? Like, mm-hmm. I pathologically, emotionally shut down. I didn't give a shit how it affected them, what went wrong, or how what they were going to do to fix it. That's your problem. I'm getting mine and moving on. Uh, um, Later, I'm going to add on to that, because I'm glad you mentioned that, because... There are, like, three faces of death, if you want to keep that in consideration. Just to give us a standpoint on to just articulate the idea of death and the transformation of and rebirth. But, um, obviously it's going to be the news of the day because, well, the news of the fucking year so far, it just started. And we already just, wow, like, that was just hit on this. It ain't even February yet. Uh, according to some people, the, the new year hasn't started. It's going to start to February 1st. <laughs> because 2019 still got some Today, February 1st now. Yeah, God, the damn. new year just started for most people. Me included, honestly. Um, January was 2019's leftover. Yeah, pretty yeah. pretty much. It's just regurgitating. You gotta pretty throw that up. Pretty much. Damn. But I really feel uh, my, my condolences, my love, my support... My empathy, my deepest sympathy goes out to Vanessa and those children. They lost not only a dad, and she not only lost a husband. A breadwinner. But they lost... Right. A family friend who's just emotionally there. He's more present with them than he could have been with anybody else who gave a shit about him. He was a great father. Exactly. So it's the people you see every day that remember you, they know your smell, know your taste. They're going to have all this nostalgic... They're going to have this realization consistently for the rest and of their lives. And then especially being in the forefront of anymore. media. Like, you're going to be constantly reminded because you're not the only one who loved that exactly. person, those people that much. Ooh. Like, LeBron was... I seen a thing last night when I went out. LeBron was um crying on stage, man. That shit was crazy. Like, because they had a bond. Like, all them niggas, they was close. And they, they shared memories that would never go away. It's gonna always be there. They had their first gangbang together. Oh shit! I don't. I don't. <laughs> y'all disregard that. They know false news over here. We don't know shit about that. But <laughs> you get my point. They did a lot of first things together. They were very together. close. They, they had a lot of. They made a lot of first moments together, and you can never bring that back. So we still have to find a way to laugh for tomorrow. But the truth is, we miss. We miss LeBron, and we miss what he stood for. You and mean Kobe? Don't be killing, don't be killing LeBron now. 
Don't be killing. Don't. I already took Kobe now. LeBron, we from the same hood. I was just going to say Mamba for life. We from the same hood. Oh, Don't fuck perfect. with me, bruh. No, but seriously, Damn, no, I'm for pissed. real. Brian really just, he, he left us shook, man. He really did. Yeah, yeah, even people who didn't even really know him, but still, like... My brother was crying for days. I didn't, I didn't, okay. I was not as much of a fan. I'm like, Dave was crying for real. He was like, mm. yo, don't say shit right now. Don't even say, I don't want you to talk right now. Because he knows I didn't know him as much, but I did appreciate his... Mm. I played, and every time I was school, playing, every time I played with the Lakers, I used, I used LeBron, man. I played... Every, every time, NBA 2K all look, the time. look, 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 whenever you in school, whenever you trying to hit that bucket, everybody jump back, hit that fader and be like, Kobe. If you miss it, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't do that and miss. That was a prominent moment at work because one of my coworkers, he was wearing his um, Kobe um, um, jersey and he asked me to throw something away. And I'm like, nigga, the trash right there. You better Kobe it. And he Kobe'd and made it. I was man, that was Woo! an epic moment. It really that was, was an epic moment, man. That was he's some... here with all of us, man. That's just the, that's the truth. Every one of us that we've ever lost someone, they're continuously with us. Even if the rest of the world doesn't remember them, we remember them, and we have to remember how important it is to remember. But I'm not gonna lie though. Um, I do feel like it was a setup. I do feel like that that he was murdered, babe. Please, I, I feel like I, he was sacrificed. Sh- sh- if somebody came for him, don't you think starting this conversation now with the public could make them come for us? I suggest no, we leave it as no, it's at No, no. For one, we ain't rich enough yet. We got, kids, we got kids on the way. For one, that could change we, in a we millisecond. We ain't rich enough yet. They ain't stunting us right now. That could change in a millisecond. It could, but right now in this moment, y'all ain't, y'all want this smoke. <laughs> y'all want this smoke. She's <laughs> like, I may not have much, but I'll fight like I have everything to lose. Man. I love this woman. But um yeah, that was that was sad and tragic, and I felt that deeply. I, I didn't cry though, but I I definitely felt some stuff. Yeah, I saw my brother cry for the first time in a while. Definitely felt some stuff that hit me hard, cause like even with Nipsey. Yeah, Nipsey did hurt like a mother. And that's crazy. I did not know that Kobe was a um Leo. I love his rhyming scheme. He was helping me write most of my raps, man. Really? Yeah, I loved. I loved, I loved him more as a person. I loved his. Uh, it was this album, this mixtape that he had because I got put on. He was like Texas. America's Akon because Akon really did make uh, music and gave right back to the people. Oh yeah, he was more. He was definitely an activist. Exactly. He was big in the community. He was the Akon of here. He did not play, bro. It was amazing. He loved his people, and that's that was his whole thing because he didn't really. He even expressed like, and it's crazy because like, I follow this lady named Sloane Bella. And she does um, celebrity channels. And she had channeled um, Nipsey. And she channeled she channeled a bunch of people like Prince. She channeled Whitney Houston. She channeled um, Heath Ledger. She channeled um, um, Marilyn Monroe. Well, the essence of her because she feels like Marilyn Monroe was already um, reincarnated. Plenty different types of hustle. Can I go and become a channeler? Oh, speak through me. <laughs> I put... I- Martin Luther King is coming. Martin Luther King is coming. I have a dream. When she channeled Whitney Houston, Whitney Houston made it known through her channeling that she's going to make an appearance soon. Babe, why are you not making my channel? My channel doesn't sound real. Girl. Anyway, (laughs) she had channeled Whitney Houston and she was saying how she... Stay tuned for hearing more about Whitney because she's going to make another appearance soon. Yeah. And and her, her best friend came out with the book. Man, she's and even, was talking she's about Whitney Houston. She now pre-orders her channels. <laughs> no, let's get this right. Oh, my God. This woman who channels Spirit of the Dead is now pre-ordering the time when the channel will the take hell? place. Diamond Dick 8 just followed me? Who the hell is that? 
they got a diamond dick. <laughs> That's the point. Can't you not see from the username? No, no, no. So seriously, this woman is out here channeling ghosts and getting paid big bucks. She's called a celebrity channeler. Let me tell you people now, my own market don't start. I'm a celebrity channeler. I would switch you to any channel if you want. But look, if you want this HBO, is, but this how want, it goes I got though. Channels. This how it goes. She can't just do it. She has to be. They have to want to talk to her because sometimes you got spirit guys on the other room. Guess who, who wants won't to talk let to you me to... right now? Guess who wants to talk to me? Miley Cyrus <sighs> is speaking to me. Miley Cyrus is speaking to we me. We got the same birthday, so Miley Cyrus she is, is talking to, to me. What's she saying? Is it she still alive? What the fuck? Yes. <laughs> Are we trying to kill Miley Cyrus? No. I'm done. No, but look, you can feed that, well, it's certain energy around it that you can have, like, a premonition about or yeah. just, like, a feeling towards. So, like, true, true. You know, I feel like my brother was reincarnated because I can't reach out to him. I no feel more. like every energy is a reincarnation of the energy that was past and it was present and will Yeah, but it's to a be. process. Some people reincarnate soon. Some people reincarnate later. I'm some people go some to the people next is dimension. Everybody that is anybody that is you. I can't have this conversation with her. No, the, the idea of difference is so illusional. I understand it's what you're saying. I respect your perspective as well. I get that. And I, I respect your perspective, but I need somebody to feed on my perspective because that perspective goes in a, in a in a direction that I was trying to go, but you're not trying to go in that direction. You're trying to go the other direction, and that's okay. I'm saying it's we have different to the directions. Exact same place. You know, I know that, but you're not getting what I'm saying. I'm going through the whole trance because it's a process. Everything happens in a process. Even though we're all still connected, we're connected on different timelines. Everybody is not on the same timeline. This physical reality is different from the parallel universe or the the um just the other plane of existence. This but if there's is a different from here to there, it must be exactly the same. It's not exactly the same, baby. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's not a, the, the time there is totally different from cuz time doesn't exist there. Babe, time exists here. Do you believe in the grand contradiction? So I agree with you what you're saying. It's definitely not exactly the same. But it's exactly the same. It's okay. as much different as it is identical, is my point. The contradiction, that's what we live on. That's the basis of life. That's the gig. I'm it just is. trying to get everyone to be more fluid in the remembering of that because we're quick to forget. Some people are still so like, I, I get into that when we get into our discussion, but let's, let's go into guess. our daily lives. No, we didn't. That's... Have we even told them the topic for today? You don't have to. It's in the podcast, it's implied, sweetheart. Right? Yeah, it's implied. Right. We're going into it. We don't have to do all that. Can I get a kiss? No. You're irritating. I want to go into our daily lives. Okay. What's been going on lately? Last night I had fun. Yeah. I got lit. I went out on an empty damn stomach. I keep... Is damn a cuss word? And I, I think it's a place. And for You're damned time. for eternity. Oh, That's wow. what it is. That's what it is. I'm done with you. <laughs> So done. But I have finally went out. I've been saying I want to go do stuff more. She did not come back till this morning. I didn't. I came back at what? 8 o'clock in the morning? All she sent me was an address. No phone number, no face, nothing. You'll see the face. The face is going to be a bunch of, hopefully a bunch of those faces I've met last night is going to be at the event tonight, which is going to be lit. Lit, 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 lit. Kink, Nick. 2020. This is a kink event, BDSM. We're going to be doing live demonstrations. I think the demos today will be um, ass-worshipping, choking, um, buffering. That shit is amazing. I got buffered at the last event. 
and my pussy is still intense from that moment. Um, it's a couple of other live demonstrations. I forgot. I gotta um get y'all back with She's that. She's not kidding, should... y'all. She's been waking up in the middle of the night to ghost buffering. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. But um, yes. Yeah, so I went out last night, you guys. I met somebody that. I don't even know how we met. I don't know if he followed me from Tinder on Snapchat, but I just know he just followed me on Snapchat. I'm thinking on Tinder because I put it on my Tinder page. So, um, actually cool peoples. Like, he invited a whole bunch of other women out there. He's a single hetero man. So, he invited a whole bunch of other ladies out there, and I got to mingle with them. They were beautiful. Some people that he didn't invite, some people I met up there. It was this one chick in particular. I was in a bathroom. And <laughs> she attacked her like a she didn't, beast. <laughs> uh, she 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 was aggressive, but not too aggressive. She was aggressive that I liked. It was it was good. Like she asked. She didn't just make a move without asking my comfortable or anything like that. Feminine but aggressive was, is <laughs> never gonna equal masculine aggressive where you don't even ask. Your intention <laughs> is the only thing you see. Consent. Your eyes are red. Consent. No, she's gonna be aggressive in a way that's still soothing and pleasing. Yeah, but she also let me have, give her consent. She yeah. asks. I either can say yes or no. Consent is the key, otherwise you've broken into the house. <laughs> yeah, I don't think yeah. Consent is the key, <laughs> otherwise you broken No it in. is. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> But I was singing. What song? Oh, yeah, I was singing that. Why, 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 why? But I ain't even... <laughs> you just, if Rihanna ever listens to this podcast, I have to apologize in advance. I, I was feeling myself. I really don't know what the hell Rihanna says in those verses, but it sounds good. And the way that she say it, because she talks it in her accent. So, like, anything can sound good in the fucking accent. So I'm just flowing with it. And I can't, I, she didn't realize how it looked in the bathroom. She was like, girl, you sound good. She's saying all kinds of stuff, like praising me and such. And then I finally came out of the bathroom. She saw me. She, Her jaw dropped. She was like, you were in the bathroom? <laughs> That's I was talking to you. Um, sometimes it's a little awkward when people give me like very fucking massive compliments. Like I get it. I know that I have this, this energy about me and I know I'm fucking tall as hell. Okay. I, I think I'm just going to cuss this whole podcast. It's okay. Um, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm a goddess. Like, I, I get that. So, like, she was just giving me a bunch of compliments. I gave her a hug. She asked, can I take a picture of you? I was like, sure. And I took a picture of her, too, because I don't want her to feel... Because she's a beautiful uh, woman, too. I've always loved the way you react to compliments. Do you know how I react to compliments? What? Like, smiggles with the jewelry. How the fuck you do My precious. Put it in the bag and go looking for more precious. <laughs> oh, my God. You are a weirdo. Seriously. <laughs> I try to be mutual in my compliments because when I'm over complimented, it tends to get awkward and weird for me. You can't so over compliment to... me. You can't under compliment me. In fact, if you give me only two compliments, you, I'll be looking at you with It depends. Like, you can over compliment me in the sense of physicality. You have to do more than just tell me how beautiful I look. Oh, definitely. You have to let me know, like, my mind. Get to know the inside of me so you can give me more than that and I can give you more. I, compl- I completely agree with the, that part, but get to know the inside of me. You know, I'm not going to let you in. You can see the inside from the outside if you take the time to pay attention. <laughs> in a sense, you're still kind of letting them in because you're showing them something more of you through your outward expression. Okay. So you still so I let them, them into the in. waiting room. Still, okay. That, that works. Year. That that's valid that Thank works you. cause I'm yeah cause I'll be that way too cause yeah. I don't just open up totally totally I gotta feel you, you out they can't and, see the whole house they will not buy it uh, <laughs> they might if they like it uh, you know they might like it let's move on I really wanna talk about death now oh now you wanna talk about it last night 
You was just on some. I was poopy. dying. I you was, was dying on... last night. So there was no need to talk about death oh when God. you're dying. Oh <laughs> the my fuck? God. But hold on, let me finish my daily life a little bit. I still want to catch up just a little bit more. But yeah, we end up making out that night. And then I end up making out with this guy. And oh, she was so. She was like, You have a wife? Oh my God. Like, I never met somebody who was Polly and all this other shit. She was like, so like flabbergasted. Uh-huh. And she was like, we should hang out. We should hang out soon. Like, we should hang out. Like, um, can, but the way she asked me, can she kiss me before she left? It was so cute. Oh. She was looking me in my eyes like, can I? Oh, Lord. Can I Man kiss? down. Can I kiss you? She didn't say it like that. It was kind of sexy the way she said it. It was like sweet, though. It was like a sweet, innocent, sexy. Can I kiss you? What the fuck? <laughs> no, because she got like a sweet womanly voice can i kiss you ew we just going to the next topic of whatever but i met this other chick last night too and she reminded me of SZA. oh my god she looked just like fucking SZA, and that was just like turning me on so much SZA looks but she's like also scissor's older than her okay so she looks just yeah like she likes SZA. yeah scissor's like 28 29 something like that Okay, but anyways, she looked just like SZA, and we had a lot of comment. We both celibate. Her ass been going strong on a year. But she was hella, hella fucking tempting last night. I feel like she, she's a Pisces, though. Pisces, just water signs in general, they so fucking... Mm, she was she? They can be, too, but they're so, like, fluid in navigation of energies. And they're very good with that sensual flow and just to ring you in like some on some soul snatching shit like that's why i love scissor too like she's so like she got this this fairy little majestic little aura that's the wrong that's the wrong thing fairies i ain't trying to lure you in that's some siren shit (laughs) she is a siren too oh my jesus fairies do they sprinkle that little fairy dust on you and have you in a trance no they have you forget what you've seen fairies are trying to stay secret they help the humans forget that, that but they've that's, seen them that's that energy that, especially that energy of Scorpio like Scorpio and just water signs period they have this this secrets of nature hmm. they want to they want to be felt but then they want to be felt to their degree of being felt so they can just push you away and have you on that impact of their high and then go into their own little fairy universe like they like to make leave they they like to imprint and leave a mark and then just okay bye see you later that's very fairyfic uh, <laughs> really that's a fairyfic oh my god baby kitty over here just bit my my toe but um your toes do look like chicken nuggets oh wow y'all ain't gonna lie man <laughs> I got some words for y'all later but we can go up in, into um death babe. You've had it. You you had near death experiences. Yes, I was almost strangled in Ghana. Right. I was almost. Uh, my dad pushed me in the water, but I really didn't near death because I I figured but look, I could swim quickly. But look, when you when you did you feel what did you feel? I was kidnapped once. No, that I know I know that. But when you when you was about to be strangled strangled or when he because he was actually doing it, but then he looked you in your eyes and stopped or something, right? Yeah. See, there's something about me. I'm not like what is that? People. But what what did I you feel like, like initially people. to knew that to know that you could potentially I felt die? This one don't drink today. Is it like this? Like literally in my head, obviously I was speaking pigeon in my head because I was really trying to prove I'm African. And that was the period where I was learning to speak, to speak, to talk pigeon. I don't know what the fuck. It's not even a language. 
it is. I don't know. My point being, I was thinking to myself, Chai, now like this, you go there today. I finished, though. What has this one eating today that is doing this rubbish? What has his life been like? So I then look him directly into the eye because I made that moment I was about to die not about me. Oh, really? I made that moment about, about the, yeah, the perpetuator. Mm. I want to know your criminal history. <laughs> no, not really. That's interesting. But I, I and that's in, what, but I feel like that's what saved my that's life. What say, right. Because I wanted to find out why he was doing it. I wasn't, I wanted to do not this. necessarily why he was doing it. I wanted to find out what happened to you. You know what's happened to you? Kind of was the look I gave him dead to in the eye. To make you want to do this, huh? Not to make you want to do this. In fact, the doing of it was irrelevant to me. That was one of my moments where I had my psychological and emotional switch just go off. I was like, fuck it, none of this matters. Because mm-hmm. I also found out, I think the pastor at the other time from one of the places was sleeping with most of the girls from his church. So I was like, there really is no... There, there really mm-hmm. just people prophesying false qualities of what they believe God has said. At the end of the day, the man himself is not here to speak for himself regardless. And if he's speaking for himself, then only you can hear it when you hear it. So if everybody's out there hearing God, they're hearing themselves, quite literally. Mm. So I was going through this crisis of discovery and so that I was in that emotional, like, fuck this, none of this matters in, in a nature where I wasn't trying or struggling to preserve my life. I was struggling mm. to understand the business of living. Mm. That's interesting. That's interesting. I've never really said that out out before. That's the first time I've had to honestly open up about that conversation. Mm. In conversation. Damn. Interesting. That is very interesting. So, there's a suggestion suggestion that death has at least three faces. A physical one, which is irreversible loss of brain waves, central nervous system, heart, and breath functions. Basically meaning you're physically, you're, you're dead. Like, you're not alive. You have the psychological, which is the life of a quasi, quasi, of a quasi-conscious, living as if already, as if having already died. Mm. And then there's a spiritual, the death or transformational of old patterns, habits, roles, identities, and the birth of a new person. Basically, cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance. Cognizance dissonance. Isn't it cognitive dissonance? Cognizance. Well, so or cognitive. It can wh- be. I can, be, it can be both ways. What would be the difference? Cognizance does it suggest? It's really not no difference because it's the same thing basically. Yeah, I would think so. It's basically the same thing. But shyst, um So, generally, we're we're definitely not one dimensional animals or one dimensional creatures. So they would so be, to think that there would be processes. It's a mockery of yourself. Facts. Because you are too divine and too... Well, you're just so much more than pedestrian. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the point. And and so in that idea, outside of the people who think that currency make them gods or even above the rest of us versions of God that there is, because that does convince people to do certain things that you would like done without having to ask twice for, you know? Nobody likes to say one thing over and over again. That's why we have currency. Mm. Money talks and bullshit catwalks. Catwalks? Left, right, left, Yeah, but right. catwalk is kind of like, I mean, I guess... Catwalks, can... it is a walk with spunk to it. Right, these so you walking, walking with spunk without you money, feel, feel, bullshitting? Yeah. Bullshitters walk with spunk? I said money talks and bullshit starts catwalking. <laughs> the shit will rise up from the grave and next proceed. Kung, 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 kung. No joke. I feel like a lot of people, though, can... Are you afraid of death? 
it would be mockery to suggest that I'm not. I am as much afraid as I am not afraid. Some days I am extremely terrified. The other days I'm What makes like, those days that you're extremely terrified? I feel like... Because I'm going to show you what mine is. I feel like what makes... I don't feel like anything specifically makes those days. I feel like conditions and consistently wavering, just like your your, your heartbeat or your EK, on your EKG monitor, how it goes up and down. Mm-hmm. Motions with events in life, the things that people will say to you, the things you will mm-hmm. do for people, do to people, be done. You know, just... Ev- Every activity, every conversation, everything leads up to the other. And so certainly in some days, the the events collide and make me appreciate the day that I have and be excited to fight for it and so definitely not want to die. And some days the events collide or, or mesh up that in my reality I would appreciate if it ended immediately. Mm. You know, that's just the truth. I feel you. I feel like for me the ways... It's like three major ways for me that makes me fear death. One of the main ways is me feeling alone. I don't, I feel like one of my biggest fears is dying alone. But at the end of the day, I feel like, aren't we all going to die alone? Man, I don't want to die and shit in front of anybody else. It's, if I'm dying with somebody, they better be dying I want to die, I want to die in front of you. Like, I know this sounds fucked up, but at least you are my mom. But I know that probably would be hella traumatic for y'all, but... I will feel safe. I will feel, I I could feel comfortable passing on if I had somebody that I loved and trusted to that level or degree. Can I tell you how I planned out suicide before? I've always hold on before you do that. Let me. I got three ways. That was that dying alone. Yeah. And then the other one is I fear it because I think about the people here because it seems like the closest reality that I can remember, yeah. like, tangibly and, like, visually that I can actually see that appears to be that real. you can account for, yeah, I know. Like, I, I will miss you. I will miss my mom. I miss my family. I miss my friends. Yeah. I miss this reality the to a degree. The have that make it yours. Right, to have fun and to enjoy the laughter the and the love, the sex, like, just exploring. Like, of course, I sex, miss you whore. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but, um... Yes, like, I would miss all that. And then the last one is, I feel like I didn't finish. I feel like it was some more things that I need to yes, do. Yes, you've not eaten all the types of food that exist in this reality. <laughs> but I also feel like I, I have that. a purpose I that I have to, I have to sort out. And that I have to do and make more sense of and actually manifest in this material world before I pass away. But then I have other moments, like, those are my top three. But, like, other times outside of that. When I don't feel the pressures of those, then I feel at peace thinking and knowing that I'm going to die one day. Sometimes life gets so overwhelming and I'm just like, yes, I'm glad I don't have to be in this bitch forever. Like, it's so temporary. I'm ready for the time. It's time for me to go. And then oftentimes I get so caught up in that with my depression and just be hella suicidal and be like, you know what? I'll be okay if I die right now. Yeah, nobody cares. Nobody Right. It's okay. Like, this would be in a service. I'm giving giving a life a service. Mostly to myself, though, because I think about that more than anything. Because even in the back of my head, I'm still thinking, damn, man, I'm finna fuck some people's lives up with this. Like, my brother already committed suicide, so, like, I can't can't do it now. Man, I don't know why when people want to talk about how what averts them from suicide, they don't first talk about the, the, the fact that their brain can't stand imagining the pain that it will put their mortal body in. Why do we just all avoid that? What Nobody wants to be in pain. That's why most of us uh, don't have the But you don't have suicide. to be. Who said all death is painful? My nigga, I always said I wanted to die in my sleep. My nigga, you, you want to ask me if all death is painful? Pinch yourself real quick. 
all death. Don't pinch don't, me. Don't pinch me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I don't think all death is going to be painful, though. You got people who die, like, peacefully. You can die in your sleep. You can die from drugs. I feel like it's just the fear of letting go that make it seem like it's painful. Because I, I had a near-death experience. I was almost dropped. Man, this shit was crazy, y'all. Let me tell y'all. So we was at the pool one day. I had to be maybe 13 or public, 12. Public pool with all the spits, the vaginal infestation, the blood, the and, gonorrhea, and wash piss. penises. Yeah, all that. All that. It was all up in that water. But yeah, we was all... It's the neighborhood, all our neighborhood friends. We was all at the pool, chilling, having fun, jumping in the water over chairs and doing backflips. And then it was these African boys. Always the African booty scratchers. I didn't call them that. I did not. I just did. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. But um, they were um, only, I think only two of them knew how to swim. But the other one, the oldest one, did not know how to swim. And they were trying to teach him how to swim but not knowing how to fucking teach anybody how to swim. So they pushed this nigga in the water. That's how my dad taught me. Yeah, but everybody doesn't... Everybody is not good at that. Everybody don't just kick in with their their their, um, their instincts to just swim so and what, float. What was this dude's instinct? His instinct was to drown. Was to... <laughs> <laughs> it was to panic. One dumb motherfucker. And pull whoever was close to him under so they can... Ah. Die with them. And that was me. (laughs) Holy shit. So I, when you panicking and when you're scared, you get strong as shit. Survival instincts are trying to kick in. Damn. And it was in full blast. So he pulled me under. I'm trying to grasp for air. I'm just dying. I'm, I'm, I'm dying. Like I'm, I'm dying. I'm dead. Oh, I'm dead. So like I'm, I'm fighting the idea of dying. I'm like, it can't be my time yet. I'm fighting in my head. I can feel myself like trying to survive. But then at one moment, I don't know what that was. I feel I heard this before. They said that a, a certain moments when people get near to death, they get this adrenaline rush of energy, and it saves them or some kind of way or whatever. I don't know because I, I swear I was unconscious because I started to feel peace and ease, and I just let go. And once I finally let go. That's when I stopped struggling. That's when I stopped being in pain. She is so pretty. And that's why I said all death doesn't have to be painful. But then I end up, only person, everybody was around watching me drown. Nobody tried to help me. Only person who tried to help me was Javier. He ended up pulling in a rope and giving it to me. And I pulled it out at the last minute. But I swear I was unconscious. What do you mean that all death doesn't have to be? Okay, the one time I tried to commit suicide, it was at my school pool. It was over 12 feet long. I I tied myself to one of the... the That wasn't painful though, Cleo. I know. By the time I did find air to breathe, nothing told me to unless this rope I had tied to my leg and whatever material I had dropped into the water. But not not breathing is not painful. It is painful. It is painful and I'm not breathing. What do you mean? Come, let me show you. Come, let me show you. Are you breathing now? Are you breathing now? Let's see how you come back to it. Okay. Give her a moment, guys. Okay. Damn, I get it. Oh. <laughs> I thought you liked choking. <laughs> oh, no. Remember that time I told you my ex tried to choke me after, like, years of not being together? Oh, Jesus Christ. That's so horror. Don't even repeat that horrible experience right now. Stupid. Let's keep it light. We're talking about right. death. He tried to kill me. <laughs> Basically, Ooh. oh, I thought you liked that. Nigga, that was two years ago. We're not together no more. So, Why you just go just try to... 
without even asking him. Can we do the? Can we? Can I choke you? So you were having a nostalgia fuck. <laughs> You know, everybody's anyway. done that. Somebody that you fucked before, you obviously clearly tell yourself you're never going to fuck again, but because of familiarity, you don't know what diseases this other new person could bring. You're just like, the devil you know. <laughs> but I that. knew what diseases this motherfucker bring. That's why I was like, I don't want to do this shit. But then I was fucking... That's... He, he had diseases? No, I, he, I just didn't trust him sexually. I know, but then what would you engage if you didn't trust him sexually? I didn't American engage American girls all the are way. weird, man. Y'all girl. Anyway, Nigeria girls no because I thought about it <laughs> and I was like, so. we can probably do it if I were if we use a condom. But like, I don't know. I just was like trying to see if I could feel something from him again. But I didn't, and we didn't even get to finish because I was like, okay, I'm over this. Like, take it out. I'm done. So, how many strokes did he get in before you realized that you? Were, oh my god, Should probably be, like two listens? strokes. Oh, two strokes. Yeah, probably about a couple of strokes. Yeah. Man, I would have known from the size of the thing before I put the rubber on it. He got a nice sized penis. I, no, he got no, a mushroom I, though. I would have known from like, I would have known if I'm about to have a pleasurable experience from touching on it before that thing before you put the rubber on and and I, I don't even put rubber on before it goes inside of me. I need to understand that the guy knows what he's about to perform. No, we had amazing. No, no, sex I'm not talking before. about the guy. I'm talking about the tiny ogre in the in the in the bottom part of bottom half of his body. I'm talking about the penis. You need to have you need to whisper to it before you engage because they are separate people. The person up there is a oh different person from the person down there. <laughs> oh my god. You have to become a penis oh whisperer for that three seconds. No, I'm serious. I'm not even kidding. You have to make sure do you know where you're going into? Do you know what you are looking for? Oh are you sure god. you will find it? <laughs> okay. Let's give you two Anyways. second trial. <laughs> what? I feel like the conversation of death should be had more like openly i feel like a lot of people are very afraid of it because they but it's inevitable so why are you oh that just reminded me of something this is something that i read because i'm reading a book called the um art of dying by kramar his name is kenneth kramar of course the sacred art of dying oh it's sacred yeah it is just like living it's sacred it's a process and it's a beautiful process like it's you're dying but you're beginning again yeah but guys remember she said the sacred not the secret yes the sacred but um this was suggested and it was like wow like this is this is dope where is it i need to get my note to it ah how we perceive death affects the way we live how we live affects the way we die and how we die gives new meaning to the way others can live. Ooh, that's accurate. As hell. If you're constantly perceiving death in a way that is fearful and trying to avoid it, I feel like you'll waste a lot of your time on the things that you don't necessarily want to do or... Or have to do. We've established that this reality, whatever you give focus to, is what will become. Right. If you focus on this project, you say you want to execute it, you're constantly thinking of every day you wake up, you're doing all the activities, action, progress, works that's necessary to put into that project. Eventually, whether you like it or not, whether your enemies like it or not, that project will see its fruition because you did mm-hmm. all, you took all the steps necessary mm-hmm. to get there. But whatever you're giving time, whatever you're focusing on, that is what you perpetuate. You are the master of your own craft. But it's also the intention behind it. Because I think about... Right now, I'm trying to get over my fear of death again. I feel like it I was levels to that. Le- intentions don't mean shit to people. It's the outcome. 
At the end of the day, especially if you're not family. You, Cleo, but I'm talking about internally. It, that applies. Like, if you think... If you... Okay, this that is what applies. I'm saying. Everything if you're external thinking comes about, from internal. But look, if you're thinking about sex in a way... Not sex. Fuck. Sex on my mind? What the hell? If you're thinking about... T- we're talking about death, and this woman's thinking about sex. It reminds me I'm of, dying. I'm well, sexing. The American Horror Story. Death and sex is just like that. They're they're most beautifully weaponized activity right there. That's all they do. Fuck, die, fuck, die, kill, fuck, die, kill, fuck, die, kill. Don't really die. Wake up, kill. Okay, but my point behind that is this: like this, like if you think about death in a way where. You're fearing it, and you're constantly thinking that you're about to die. Maybe somebody's about to cut your head. Maybe somebody's about to shoot you. Maybe somebody's going to do this, do that, in all kinds of ways to just kill you. Versus the way of thinking about it in a way where you're trying to face the idea of it being inevitable and creating your bond and peace with it and getting to know death on a different level. Then it's not so like I'm calling in death to happen to me right now. It's just I'm calling into it to understand it. Versus it just fucking happened to me and I'm just fearing the idea of dying because I'm scared. But you don't want to spend the time that you have to be alive living for the time you're going to die. But that's not my idea. That's not my approach with it. It's still because you have to deal with the fact that you're alive and that you're dying. Because at the same time, you're living. But as you get older, life is happening to your body and your your cells are dying, regenerating. You've got to Follicles. Everything, you're right. You've got to stomach it. Find it's constantly happening. And then it's constantly happening around Can you. Can I tell you something? As a child, me and my brother used to watch A Thousand Ways to Die a lot. I used to watch that a lot, too. Bro, I think everybody did. MTV, Damn. fuck you, MTV, fuck right. you. Who came up with that idea? You are the foundation and the base <laughs> of fuck-ups in our life today. No, but also, that was that was. I feel like that was necessary. Though. After watching A Thousand Ways to Die, every time my brother would make me mad, I'd think of A Thousand Ways to She's Kill the Motherfucker. Like a nigga. Look at her. That's how niggas sleep after they had finished eating or fucking, and their hand just be right here. And it just. Oh, that's okay. how I sleep. <laughs> you sleep like a nigga. I'm, I'm a nigga bitch. <laughs> and you a bitch nigga. Wow. <laughs> you notice how you were laughing before, and now I'm laughing. <laughs> that's what I wanted. Moving on. Fuck you. you Royally. Like, you will. I know, before the event. Finish. Oh, oh. My neck. Oh. <laughs> wow. Okay, seriously, guys. On the topic of death, there's something I really want to broach, and I, I feel like you're gonna you're gonna make room for this um for this theory, and you're gonna base that on your experiences and see if they um they synchronize. As scary as death can be, it can be very enticing. Very. I fantasize about dying to see what's on the other side. Don't tell anybody else. <laughs> what the? F- it's a fantasy of mine. I, was... I create different scenarios, and I'm just okay. Let me not go. Okay, I'll... go ahead. Are we trying to be explicit, or are we trying to just? Are we trying to open the way for transparency? Because I keep advocating transparency and honesty and truth, and I keep telling people that truth will topple the system, truth will topple the government, truth will topple the the consumerist society that we have going on right now. Truth will get everybody back to current feel. Okay, truth. We get that, baby. Yeah, but it's about are we trying to be extreme, and, extremely honest? And transparency. Yeah, because then again, Together, I don't want to hear that. How can I go about my daily life just thinking about that and thinking about that? Thinking it ain't about just that, about that. About we, that but we talk about, about so many things. That's the only thing we talk about. 
that's just a major part of it because it's inevitable. So face it. Facts. Okay, so I'll give Embrace it. I pretty much death can be a sexy allure. It it's it's like death and sex are hand in hand almost. And as much as sex and life and sex and death are hand in hand, because guess what? You need a portal to come here and you need a you need to engage in sex for that portal to for that doorway to open for you to eventually get here. And then when you die, it's also a sexy feeling for that fleeting, that moment where your body is leaving, your your soul is leaving your body. Depending on how you die, no. Yeah, it it doesn't matter how you die. However you die, you lose touch. When I say lose touch, there is no sensation in your body. There's no feeling in your eye. There's no you inside of the body anymore. It's much like sex when we've gone to that orgasm, that leap, where we felt like we left our body for less than a millisecond. And it was just divine that's the only word we can find for it divinity it's it's so godlike that those moments and so we can only mm. compare all the godlike moments to each other because that's the way we forge an understanding understanding some worth of any of those moments of any of those scenarios and till today we still have no understanding of them but it doesn't mean as humans that we're going to stop trying because the one thing i know that we are is resilient mm. we just keep coming you know what? Humans are worse than roaches. We're the one thing that wouldn't die much after an explosion like an atomic bomb. We survive. I feel like Europeans are more like roaches. They're going to survive. Black people are just going to die because we're just going to go to the next room. We're going to be like, yeah, we don't want to be here no more anyway. You can have this shit. I see. Y'all so, don't give a damn about this earth anyway. Speaking for my Africans out there, Akata go die. <laughs> All I'm going to die. I the, want to. All the black Americans will be dying. I want to. Why the Africans, we can survive bye. anything. No matter where it bye is. Bye, bye. If we survive and dominate, we will show them. Now our time be this. All right. Dominate for our kids because mama gone. That's some bullshit. <laughs> I'm going to tell them that mama was a quitter. Mama was a coward. In fact, every day I'll tell them to sing an anthem when they wake up. Mama was a quitter. Yeah. Mama was a coward. Yeah, you uh, fuck around and die on me. You. That's what's gonna happen. They talking about you. You mama too. So they they gonna get confused and be like, "What mama?" The other one. That's, that's what I'm. In fact, I'm gonna call you the other one. I won't even give them your name. They'll have to look oh for God. you when they're, when they're 32. Honestly, like I think about, man. I also I'd be scared to think about my mom or Cleo passing because like if they leave me, then I'm just gonna be a bump on a log. I probably won't, but in the beginning I will because after my brother passed away, if you weren't there, if I went around somebody, like, I would have fucking, who knows, I could have probably fucking killed myself. I could have just stayed baby, in baby, a deep depression. Baby, look at me. Look at me. Cause what? You're not a bump on a log. You're more like a pimple on a raccoon's ass, but you're not a bump on a log. Why a raccoon's ass? Why can't it be on your ass? You want to be on my ass? I'd rather be that pimple than on a raccoon, like. I was gonna say skunk, but I was trying to be nice. Whoa, <laughs> that's some stinking ass. Whoa, shit, huh? whoa. I no, but like you. seriously, like I think about that, and I, I, a part of me, I feel, I think I be trying to prepare myself for it, because normally, I mean, who knows? Like I could pass before my mom. Hopefully, I don't. But she's my mom. Usually, mothers go before the children because they're older. It doesn't but make like, it easier for the children to deal with the loss of the pain. It obviously. doesn't. It doesn't at all. And I don't want to die before my mom because she already had to bury a son. She already, She's already down a child that took his own life. And that's a whole different type of 
grievance. I'm going to be honest. If my mother would have flogged that child in the grave. In fact, my mother would have just killed herself just to go and meet that child and oh flog the shit out of you. Because how dare you? I never die finish. You won't die first. Nobody say somebody kill yourself. Now you go kill yourself. Man. Oh my God. My mother but everybody doesn't with, have with the, the tools. Everybody doesn't have the tools the and grave. resources and the understanding of self to know that Suicide. the shit that we put <laughs> no ourselves way. through is the shit that we put ourselves through. Genuinely. We I, don't have to put ourselves through that. And honestly, but everybody doesn't we're know in that. a society that can distract every family member enough that they don't even pay attention to the other family member and suddenly time and distance makes us completely unfamiliar. Man. That's the truth. That's the truth about America that I've noticed. Honestly, I have that same situation with some family members of mine. Like, I came here... They took advantage of the fact that my presence here was obviously here to study. I'm also going to be able to help my family, but not when they, they, um, they, they forced that help on, on you. It's like it, they weren't asking for help anymore. They were demanding it like it was their right. And like I had no choice but to be exactly what it seemed like they wanted me to be for them. Which, come mm. on, we're all humans. We are entitled to our opinions, to our rights. We're entitled to communication in a very open manner. Existence is not easy for anyone, no matter what time you're at. Which means I don't care how old you are. I don't care how young you are. You experience it. And if you're experiencing, it will be as beautiful as it is ugly. So mm. just everybody else that you see experiencing along the same timeline with you, because like it or not, you might be in a different time bracket, but you're in the same timeline. Mm. Just respect and love. I'm curious, like, how many of y'all are afraid of death? How many of y'all think about it? How many of y'all try to avoid it? How many of y'all made y'all men's with it? How many of y'all had near-death experiences? How do you truly feel about death the idea of it can you go and talk about that without getting so dark and depressed because i feel like some people can't help but get to that depression state or thinking about that i intend to define death by my understanding when you're done with this and give them a clear picture from one mind to see where their mind so death by my definition death is a new place. Death the ego. No, go ahead, motherfucker. <laughs> Death is a new place. Is the opening of a door that is completely unknown to everyone here in the living. Death is a transition into a complete new world or space or arena. Completely unknown to ours. And as beautiful as it is ugly, if I've learned anything from this side of the globe or this side of the picture, of this side of the portal... I imagine it to be extremely identical with just as many differences because that's how I see people here. Every one of us is the exact same one, splurged into different multiplicities, versions, just created or morphed by their own experiences, their own perceptions, all from the window of the eye. So death, death is the first step into coming alive. Again? How many times are we going to do this Ouroboros, shit? Ouroboros, <laughs> the snake eating its own goddamn tail. Uh, I'm done. Yeah, that's... Accurate? Yeah. I know. That's a mind fuck. To think that we are born to die. <laughs> and we die to be born. Man, like, it just seems so funny. And I'm just trying to remind myself and continue to just laugh at this shit and play this game like it's a fucking game. Because it literally is. Because none of this shit is forever. 
Nothing is forever. Speaking of insecurities, I suggest that the world is the way it is today, dominated by men because of their insecurities. That the power, if women, if women recognize the power that they had and shoved away their natural instinct to be natural, they would. Go ahead. That we would have dominated them. Definitely, the masculine insecurity, in my opinion, is what's at the start of the centuries, wherever we begun this processing of establishing a civilized system, was what allowed them to get, obviously their physical, their physical build did play a part in allowing them to assert their dominance, but... What, having a dick? No, the builds. Men are built bulkier anatomically. Built but your ass is strong. Yes, a lot of women in the old days weren't necessarily bodybuilders. You're not a bodybuilder, but you can damn body a nigga. So what are you trying to say? Like I'm saying, you're women, strong. I'm saying women came from a very nurturing perspective, a, very, a perspective where we saw these very men to be our sons, our brothers. But it's crazy because other animals, lovers, other and female we gave them leeway, but other female animals are damn near bigger and stronger than the male species. Which is crazy. My point is the insecurities of that species definitely started uh, started this cycle that we exist within that we've now gone to a pace of equal demanding for equality and we will definitely in time I think or I think it's already started get to a pace where we will no longer be demanding that equality or asking for it so to speak we will be taking charge and that definitely means a shift in the balance of uh, of authority or power within within uh, genders within the same species That that's just opinion based on observation you know but I'm not the only you one mean, observing cause you are too what do you I, think I feel like our cap I feel like our insecurities are being capitalized off of. Mm-hmm. And it's a, a mechanism to profit. Oh, definitely. So a lot of things that we feel insecure about, it is actually very fucking petty. We have this idea of what perfect is and that we should be that when it doesn't exist. Okay, here's my idea of a scenario where insecurity on the male perspective, it's very... But it's, it's beyond just that, because no, it's male and female, we all insecure. We're definitely all insecure, but this is where I'm starting from in my, in my dissecting of insecurities as it is. Okay. Female flogging forced unveiling in Indonesia to publicly punish women who violate the Sharia law. Like... Females, what exactly? They're public flogging. Public flogging, and you know that oh, how wow. that culture is to cover the female face to preserve her beauty mm-hmm. and her innocence for so that she has control. Where is on this? Caesars. Um, where did where is the province that uh that uh, where's the it's in Asia? But where's the province in Asia that accepts Sharia law? In Indonesia specifically. Indonesia. Uh, mm-hmm, Indonesia. Really? Yes. Yeah, so these these scenarios are very prominent, even in the African sector. You know, very civilized today. My point being, you know, the culture and tradition that that suggests that they cover up and it be their choice on who they show. Even if really it's not really their choice. At the end of the day, the choice is left for their 
their their elder male to decide who they're going to marry and then that's who they get to show it to so really it's not their choice but then you give this woman this this veil that suggests some sort of power and respect to their religion and then in order to defile them you what you ask them to unveil themselves to remove that which you have said embodies power and brings with it the construct of discipline within their religion mm. if that is not born from a place of huge insecurity then where else could that evil spawn from mm. you feel me that's not only insecurity it's also control it's control is insecurity we we seek control because we know that we haven't the reach or the or the ultimate power within ourselves to do it independently and without help so we try to control the help that we do have so it still keeps us the domineering persona in whatever scenario that could be as just as as a people male female whatever you are she male we demand that control that power because we know we are not invincible even to the to versions of us so let's say vampires exist and they could live for fucking ever they'd still be as domineering with their merciless attitude and scenario because they still be coming from a place stronger. of insecurity even with uh, their strength yeah because it's something that is missing from them because they're not technically alive anymore ay, 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 so ay. it's what I'm saying that they are as much alive as they are dead because you're yeah, but I'm saying power. and power exactly, is from but that derives from right, but it derives from a lack of, but it's not a really a lack of have. yeah because they do have it to a degree because even satisfied to with the degree because how it the physical appearance even to white supremacy to anybody other than it's mm-hmm. a major lack of inner something that they feel like they need but they can't get it unless they try to rob it or make other people feel less than who they are in order to feel more domineering i feel that to be our reality within humans here with each other how we relate of course that's literally that's anybody that's any situation this can be from your mother to your daughter so we're just a bunch of insecure motherfuckers just hopping truly and we you've told and we project our insecurities on each other yes we can be jealous of each other if we can love each other if we can hate each other if we can be friends with each other we can but it's a way to 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 set forth action of that insecurity because you can be insecure with love like i told you like how i felt about when that dude was saying these things about you physically like i was insecure about my ass because you had a fat ass and it's programmed though, cause like, why am I insecure about not having a real fat ass? But I have a ass. Yeah, think obviously about it. I'm sitting on something. I, I could get insecure if somebody was talking about how good your cooking is. Meanwhile, I don't fucking like to be in the kitchen. Right. So that like, that happens too. Like yeah. I get insecure about shit that I don't even know how to do. But just because somebody else is being praised, to know right? How to do that shit. I feel like it's more so the appraisal. Ah. And that's when it's just like it's it's deeper than that. I feel like insecurity is just like the root. But just like how jealousy or like and je- jealousy, that's an umbrella term. Yeah. I feel like it's something deep rooted under that that just wants to be heard or nurtured or seen. Hmm. But it's being seen through somebody else. So it's projected onto you as maybe insecurity. But it's it's something much more that we have to face. And but really sometimes see. we might refuse to get through what it is because we just don't face it head on as it comes. Because honestly, yeah. whenever I feel like, oh my God, this person is succeeding more than I am. Mm. Or we're, and here's what I then break down. Why, 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 what did I just see and how do I understand it? And then I realize that I'm not actually insecure or jealous. I'm just in my own way impatient for my own success. Exactly. Sometimes that's what insecurity can be. Because it proves that mine can happen and right, will happen. Right, right, right. You know? Because a lot of times, like, the insecurity can be 
it can be misconstrued for just impatience. Yeah. Because you are like, and because it happens to me all the time. Like, I look at somebody and I'll be like, oh, I'm, I'm happy for them. And I'm like, then I start to internalize their happiness unto mine and start reflecting on my life and how I'm viewing it and seeing it. And then it may come off like, damn, am I really happy for them or I'm just mad that I'm not where I'm at and I see them have it? But it's, I feel like it's a combination of both. And I'm trying to get better with it because, like, some people, like, I'm much better at with it. Like, I want to see you progress. I want to see you. When you're doing something that you say you want to do and you're executing it or you're doing this and that, like, or anybody close to me, like, my mom. I'm so proud of my mom. Like, she's doing the shit that she says she want to do. Yeah. Like, she created this home, built it from scratch, and just, I'm proud of her. I'm happy for her, but I'm not insecure about myself. But I can see where that can be displaced because it's like, wow, she's at this level and I'm not there yet. I didn't execute like a major, major goal yet that I wanted to. And she's doing it. Hmm. Like it can be fuel or it can be not fuel, <laughs> basically. Honestly, yeah, it could either fuel you or drain you. Right. That's very accurate. But it's but it's it, comparison. It, okay, here's my insecurities example. Insecurities derived from comparing. One of those versions of insecurities. The insecurities that exist within heterosexual males hmm. when they know they're not monogamous in their own light, they're just very good liars, and how they feel, how they hmm. react when they now discover that their partner, the female, has in her own light been as, you know as unfaithful because if you the truth is if you're unfaithful to somebody you've taken time away that you could have been with them to do some fucked up shit they will feel that time because they are still passing through time and in that time that they felt that loneliness they will find something that is not you because they can now feel the deceit in continuous relation people can smell deceit even if we can't understand exactly what's making us feel iffy we can't pinpoint what's making us, what's throwing us off is the lies you've been told by the person who said I love you the person who said I'll protect you and sometimes that goes on to translate and make you... That translates and affects your own actions to make you want to find that comfort from some other some other arena that doesn't feel as poisoned, that doesn't feel as tainted. Because whether you like it or not, we taint our relationship with the lies we tell. We taint our relationship with the way we mislead each other. Before we even discover that we're being lied to, we can already feel the lies. You're animalistic. That's the nature of humans, like it or not. So my point being, what, what those insecurities that lay underneath that will allow them to do the same thing but feel so betrayed and devastated when the other person does it, when the other partner, which is the other, the other gender, does it. Where does that mm. come from? How, how does that even... What the fuck? Like, you're heterosexual, like you're monogamous, but you're not because you're lying and you do your own shit. But why do you, what does it affect you so much? So much so that you get into physical altercations, you want to kill some fucking body when she gets to do it. Like, it makes no fucking sense. You were just doing that. It's not different because you've got a penis. I feel like insecurities is a cop out. I feel like that's the first defense of just like, okay, I feel this way. This must be valid because I feel so strongly about it. Um, let me react. Mm-hmm. When in when re- in reality, insecurity is a stepping stone for you to to really see where it's coming from. What's the root? What's the cause? And you will see, like w- mostly any emotion. If you're feeling jealousy, if you're feeling rage, if you're feeling anger, if you're feeling anything that's opposing to your natural state of being then it's a stepping stone for you to grow. Mm-hmm. It's a stepping stone for you to look 
deeper within and see where is this coming from. Mm. And we have to stop putting the blame on somebody else. Because I feel like that's what fuck us up too. We think that because we react from what somebody did, that it's, it's their fault. When really it's our fault because it was our choice to react in that way without actually reflecting inwardly and seeing where this inter- when this insecurity derived. Does that make sense? It does. Like the the insecurity is trying to unveil itself to you. The insecurity is trying to show you that this is exactly what it is by coming in the alerted form of negativity that it shoots at you with. Now, and it can also be a way to tell you to, to to enhance some parts of you that need some work on. Yeah, but you must balance that by first absorbing what it will come with, all that negative energy, and before you decide to redirect it somewhere, address it within yourself, which means you must you will need your own positive energy as well to do that. You need your positive energy to be stronger, which is why I advise that people constantly say good things to themselves that they can hear because whether you like it or not, your programming continues even when you think it's silent. So you yeah, have subconscious to, mind is powerful. Very. So you have to constantly make sure that you're telling yourself the things that you, you want the outcome to be most prominent. Alchemist. You know, you ha- yeah, you are your own alchemist. So please practice your own your own voodoo in the version that is satisfactory for you. And by your own voodoo, I mean your encouragement, your, your terms of wash- worship, the things you say to yourself to make yourself feel better. Say it over and over and over and over again until you just say it on a whim, until it's second nature, and it, until it's like the back of your hand. Advocate your own progress consistently. That's how you continue to be progressive. But I also feel like it's so much easier said than done. So because much so. we're all fucking insecure. Mm. We have so many insecures. Like I'm gonna be real with y'all. Like right now, like I had cut my hair off. I'm letting the girl out now, and I had this debate with myself, asking like I, because the, the reason why I just cut my hair off this most recent time, because I wanted my hair to grow out, and it was growing, it was getting longer, but I damaged it so much for the coloring. I made my hair gray. Y'all know how much lifting you got to do to get to a fucking gray. So it's gray. My roots are thick and 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 natural, but the hair that was dyed was just stringy and straight. So it was so damaged. Like the combination of it, I couldn't even put it in a ponytail because my roots are so thick and like it's I couldn't even grasp that. So I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, I want to stop being so attached to this. I was so happy. I was like, it's growing finally, but it wasn't growing healthy or in a manner that I wanted it to grow. So I decided to cut it off. And I said, I'm not going to dye my hair anymore. But when I cut it off, I felt extremely insecure. I was looking at my head. I'm like, I'm not I'm not used to not having color in my hair anymore. I've been gotten so accustomed to covering up my natural color. And then also now I have some gray hairs. I feel like I grew them. I accumulated those gray hairs once my brother passed away because that's when I was like extremely stressed out. I was so hyper stressed, always in the flight or fright, just state of being. And it caused my hair to turn gray in patches and parts all over my head. And I got extremely insecure about that. And I really, like, I had to be real with myself. Like, from that and from the size that I am. Because I used to be fat at one point in time. And I'll have certain 
thoughts in my head when I go past uh, when I go past other thicker women and I think to myself like damn am I really secure of myself because I feel like if I got fat not even fat if I got bigger I wouldn't necessarily love myself as much as I do now because I'm of a smaller size and then also my hair like would I still feel beautiful if I didn't color my hair anymore if I just use my natural hair like totally completely natural no kinds of alterations at all to the color to the texture to nothing just completely me could I be a hundred percent confident confident in who I am to be and I I'm still questioning and wondering will I or can I because I still have color in my hair right now and I'm thinking like what is the next move moving forward for me to feel confident in my being and less insecure and accepting of me and my totality while you're figuring that out let's dissect the fact as to how humans living in a civilized society with prominent form of currency exchange has affected other animals around us yes definitely the cows have been most affected they are now rounded up and the cows and pigs rounded up in warehouses and butchered in most unveiling ways well the cows the cows, pigs, and chickens, and chicks, okay, really, a lot of animals are being affected by this shit. But here's insecurities that humans have projected. This is one example of insecurities humans have projected on animals. Listen to this. So this lady in India killed, um, killed eight puppies in front of their mother. Eight of them bashed their heads in and threw them on the field opposite her house. And immediately the puppy is running, the, the mother is running to the puppies, all dead, of course. And she's sniffing and crying and running around as like, as though she's trying to ask for help, but doesn't know who type shit. Like they even have a video of it online. And when they asked this woman why the she did that, she said that she didn't want that puppy to come near her house ever again. She couldn't have communicated that, to, sorry, the dog and her puppies. She couldn't have communicated what? that, that, that in, don't make verbally. Sense. Yes, she couldn't have communicated that verbally, but guess what? In a civilized society where we pay for our food, pay for the water, pay for the light bill, pay for every goddamn thing, she is inclined to believe that this is her space and she has the right to protect it whatever she needs to do to do so. You feel me? Do you feel how those those how, how her insecurities could have amounted to her actions? Yeah. Because it's like, no, this dog's coming around my home. Next thing you know, it's going to want food. Next thing you know, it's going to appeal to the emotional ethos of my family. Nah, fuck this. Uh-uh-uh. Because, you know, she's she going through all the pains all of them? to preserve whatever she thinks is hers, is hers. And then she killed all eight puppies right in front of the dog. The dog's standing there, horrified, doesn't understand what the fuck to do with herself. Obviously, you're never going to trust another human again. But my point is, do you get where this lady was coming from? And if you say no, life hasn't fucked you enough in the asshole yet. Just, you know, keep living. It will. Okay, if you're saying that, so what about the corporations when it deals with slaughtering meat? That's one of my that's my major point. We do But that. what about you for eating the meat that they slaughter? In a brutal way. Cause you eat chicken. I, you eat beef. I'm complacent. I never deny that fact. I'm not a hypocrite as much as I am one. You are. <laughs> yeah. I, I still specified. In every scenario, I tell you what I am, what I believe myself to be, what I'm working on, what I could do better. But my point is, this is the situation. Our insecurities take on different faces, just like we do. You know, yeah, a human being has one face, but many faces, you know? 
I haven't even seen all your faces yet, baby. What are you insecure about right now that really gets to you? Right now? Mm-hmm. I'm insecure about... I'm insecure about losing my, my the confidence of the people who love and trust me, honestly. Because at the end of the day, I, I recognize my need for honesty can go too far. And my need for transparency when some people still feel entitled to their privacy. And they are. They truly are. So that's been causing a rift within relationships. My desire to be completely transparently honest, even with truths that are not necessarily mine to share. Mm. So I guess I wish definitely for a more transparent world, but I'm so insecure that my desire for this world and my my active my activeness in creating this world at least within my space might put me and my family in harm's way that's my major insecurity mm. you know and and that's one thing that's i don't something want i'm insecure about a little bit as well because we see how shit can go down mm. especially when you start to really put out the truth people do not like the truth they're like what's that kill it because it exposes selves to the truth, to knowing beyond what is being told and to question all that has been told and not accepting it and paving a way for a new era. That's scary. It's like they said in the, in the commandments, whatever religion you are, don't lie. But then they don't tell people, I know it's difficult to not lie because quite literally it is difficult to not lie. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're being lied to by the person that's telling you not to lie. You know? That was a fart, y'all. Oh, wow. A beautiful one, too. My point is, it's the it's difficult because you, as a human, it's in our nature to have been said a complete sentence and have 88% of that be lies. Mm. That's true to it. But it's just... <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. No, no. It's just that <laughs> it has to be a lie because that was not the only perspective or angle from which that event took place. At the end of the day, whoever is telling the story, no matter where the fuck you are, are only ever telling one side of it. Not mm. even one side. Less than a millifraction, if I even exist. It's, you're telling less than a fraction of what actually happened. So at the end of the day, even accidentally, you're lying. Hmm. And they don't tell you that. They don't want you to know. They don't want you to succeed. They don't want you to be great. They don't want you. Honestly, this life can be extremely evil. Very much so. Very much so. Honestly, and and that's what keeps us going, I swear. That's how it makes money. No, yeah, that's definitely... Money makes... Evil makes money. Uh, Not necessarily. I know how people have contributed that to the fact... But evil money was created from pure evilness. Yeah, and money is a way to not ask questions. You have money, there's no exactly. point in asking questions. Exactly, it's a cover-up. It really is. It's a camouflage. It's the biggest illusion. Okay, let's not say that because we still want your money. Uh, yeah, and that's facts. We got to survive. I'm going to eat. My family is going to eat. We're going to be good at the end of the day. But it's and still that's an illusion. And that's the reasoning behind this currency. My people got to be good. They got to be. They got to survive. Money makes they me deserve to. insecure. Because I feel myself basing my worth off of the money that I have. 
that happened quickly with the reality of existence and we we saw that coming and we perpetuated it regardless because we were like i still need to get my peace because we've seen mm. other people get their peace and it would it would feel unfair if we didn't get a chance and everybody now mm. wants a shot to at least get their peace and guess <coughs> what we'll keep reaching for that shot and trampling over each other until there's no peace left <coughs> to get Shit. that's just the reality of where we're headed from observation mm. like i said you have your own observation you tell me what you've seen be honest if you don't tell me tell yourself be honest with you at least at most damn you know i wonder how many of us are honest with ourselves especially about the insecurities that we have i can't help but see it because it's right in my face because you know initially how you feel whenever something is arose are you insecure about your neck right now yes i'm feeling like i'm about to die i'm feeling like i should just snap my own neck because fuck it it's never gonna feel better so again. you're you're dying and you're insecure oh that was the podcast oh jesus <laughs> you just used me <laughs> you used yourself that was a setup this this is my reality right now okay that's why this is a perfect discussion this is my reality. I feel like I'm dying. I'm so insecure. My wife will leave me before I do. Oh, <laughs> uh, so you you want to leave me? Oh, come on. Die, leave you. No, I mean, I'm dying and you're going to leave me because I before I do because you want to live your life and enjoy your life. Oh, wow. Life. I'm never... If you're on your deathbed, bitch, nothing else exists but I, me and you babe, in that death moment. Babe, believe me. I know this. I'm fucking with you. The I, fuck? I, do, I do you not yeah. think that since my insecurity is dying alone... That fear of me is... You think I'm going to let you die alone? I tend to do things to people what I like done to me. Even the bad shit. That's just me, though. That's just me. Okay, I cracked one of them. It's one left. You feel better? No. It feels better than it was before. Right, so it feels better. Not fully better, but... Yeah, there's still work to be done, but it does feel better. That was terrible. I I couldn't bend backwards. Okay, I still can't bend backward. It still hurts. We're still making progress. But yeah, progress has been made. Sorry, guys. You've come along with me on this very painful journey. I have a cyst on my neck. No, I don't have a cyst. No, you don't. Don't don't say that. You're going to... Look, manifestations. You're trying to... The alchemist, you want to create that for your life? No, definitely not. Pussy, pussy. Oh, Jesus. Babe, are you insecure about your pussy? I love my pussy. My pussy mm. is perfection. Have mm-hmm. you tasted it? Seen yeah. Me? Yeah, that's one my... thing I know you're not insecure Damn. about. Damn. My pussy is do, I will crush. Do I... I will crush many heads with this pussy. You have no <laughs> fucking clue. I be practicing too. I'm Meanwhile, like, hey, hey, hey. her legs are spreading open. And closed. And closed. And open. And closed. And closed. You know, I'll fuck them up. So fucking me. I love my pussy too. I feel like... Another big insecurity of mine right now is just the herpes thing. Because, like, people, I feel other people's insecurity that they think I should have exactly. on me. And it's like, now I'm feeling insecure because you're feeling insecure for me. Because I'm so empathic in that, in that way. I've done that to you, too. I feel yes. like everybody will at the end of the day. It's just that life. conversation we just had recently. Like, I thought you was, like, make, trying to make fun of me because of my situation. No, because I never was, would do that. I never would do that. But I'm still going to feel, feel less than. I'm going to feel a bit insecure based on your situation. And I'm going to feel to some degree, if you want me to be explicit right now and not hold back, like, you should have made better choices. Like, you had the chance and you kind of fucked it up. Everybody's going to feel that way. Even I had the chance, what, to not get herpes? To, exactly. Every Even you have Nigga, that At the end of the day, I know. You have sex without condoms. Everybody having sex. Can you can you relax? I recognize that, but there's a version of me that no, will but see I, I, that, I, I, too. I did, I have, what? 
honestly, you don't know where it comes from. I have an idea of who gave it to me, but I shouldn't have been fucking with that nigga because I knew honestly, that he wasn't and shit. Honestly, if you really count on your palms at that time in your life, there were so many people that you were fucking with you didn't have no business fucking with. And so you will judge yourself as much as everybody else will judge you. Of course. But you have to have the strength and fortitude of mentality to not let that affect the you that you are in the present time that you are in. And they come with their bullshit because you've passed that level. You've progressed past your situation. And if they can't too, in fact, you're the one who's going to teach them how to. If you dwell inside of that stasis, guess what? They will have no choice but to continue to put you there because that's where you look most comfortable. Yeah, I feel like just the major thing right now is just like I miss being able to just have fucking sex and not think about disclosing. Like that shit. Is I feel like disclosure annoying. should have always been a part of sex and everything. If we had started with disclosure, no, we should. Like, we should let each other like, hey, when the last time you got point. tested? Like, when the last time as 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 a human? When the last time you took care of your as penis uncivilized, and your pussy? Um, as uncivilized humans, we should have been more attentive. To our private parts, aside yeah, from the pleasures should... that it provides, we should just be more attentive in the structure, the way it looks, the way it feels, yeah, what happens too. when you touch that here. Too. Knowing a person's body is deeper True. than just being able to stimulate it in a very pleasuring True. sensation. True. It's about knowing it's about, where and, the and bruises also are. comfort knowing... levels that you have with the individual. If you don't feel like comfortable to want to see this person in its entirety before they inside of you, do you really want this person inside of you? Exactly. Should you have this person inside you know, of you? If you have to turn off the light to fuck, Agbeni. You are not fucking. You are fucking stupid. Ah! <laughs> Do you understand me? But you get what I'm saying. Or yeah? dupe it. Like, because it's dark. Babe, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. No, I'm serious. Get out of this. You stupid. Get out of my studio. You stupid. Get out. Like, or you stupid. I'm done with you. <laughs> and the fact that you're trying to make this a trend is killing me. But I was it. trying to make it a trend, though. Honestly, who's gonna pick up Dupid? Like, it's gonna take a really <laughs> silly civilization. Somebody gonna to be fuck around somebody with gonna Dupid. hashtag me or hit me up and be like, "Hey, Dupid." <laughs> I see you manifesting bullshits. If if I had a if I had a pin, I'd pop your hot air balloon real quick. You already did. I'm trying to. It's still not popping. That's the resilience that I'm asking you to continue to show it's whenever fun. people bring up that bullshit concerning whatever you feel you have insecurities about. Oh yeah, I'm definitely get better. Stand on your goddamn. Stand on your my pussy still is power and your souls. My whole being is power. Facts. So, so, Mike, if Mike can have HIV or AIDS and still be powerfully progressing along this earth, and a lot who of who was that? Mike Jordan. Oh, that ain't Michael Jordan. Don't have it. It's Magic Johnson. Oh, sorry. If Magic, you Johnson- see, you tried to kill LeBron <laughs> earlier. Now you gave Michael Jordan AIDS. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Think about it. Maybe in another reality, in a different dimension, in another Earth, that could be the case. Hey, can um LeBron is dead? Can animals and have Michael AIDS? Michael Johnson that has AIDS. Can animals have AIDS and like syphilis and all that? They have their own version of viral diseases. I don't. I don't understand that they That's could. Interesting. I'm not... You think she got AIDS, Luna? Oh, Jesus. No, she probably not. She little though. She ain't getting bigger. Okay, I'm getting insecure <laughs> just listening to you speak. You're insecuring me, quite literally. Uh, <laughs> wow. Ain't that about a blip? 
I'm ready to be done with this conversation, honestly. It's starting to have me reflect in the, in the dark tunnels in ways that that's, weren't... That's into, real, though. It is real. Mm. You know, sometimes we want to reflect alone, and that's why we have... Yes, sec- that's, why we have, that's why I be wanting my space. That's why we're prone to secrecy, but the truth yes. is... Yes, we all have a secret compartment I know, us. but here's the thing. The reality of energy and life is... Tell me your secrets. But I love when people get comfortable to tell me their secrets. Yeah. That's like, that's... That's something I I hope. I feel everybody I, I, needs to tell everybody their secrets because everybody's on this timeline and everybody's still playing a part in the march of the continuity. So whatever one person says to the other person will make a way within their own reality that they need to take into account so they can better address the situation when just it next like presents itself. With that, what's that? What's that quote? Yeah, that quote was very accurate. Let's let's go ahead and give it to them before we we, we disappear. How we perceive death uh-huh. affects the way we live. Uh huh. How we live affects the way we die. Uh And how we die gives new meaning to the others, to the way others can live. Facts. And that's relative to outside of just death. Because like we stated before in the um, earlier discussion, death has five faces. Well, three faces. faces, Physical, psychological, and spiritual. So, hey, long with insecurities. I am Legion. Oh, wow. Real quick before we leave, that just reminded me of something. It was a conversation, not even a conversation. I was skipping school because I was being bullied, and I just didn't want to deal with being bullied at school. So I skipped school and I walked around I Harvard. Bullied. Man, you should have girl. When you got a whole bunch of people bullying you and fucking attend see, to them one by one. You see, pick off, you pick off the weakest link. Then you attend to them all up. Girl, the I ain't had the balls, the cojones Bro, at that time. I was a tiny, I was, I was afraid. School, I thought so. somebody was going to stab me. We had metal detectors. Chai. They ruthless. They don't do it with love. They just do it out of pure hate because they hate themselves. That's pretty much the way it happens in my own, my own scenario. It, it don't seem like it. It seems like Africa's got a little more love yeah, than that. It, it would be yeah, funny. Was, yeah, like, was, I'll laugh at that. Like we, we do have a little bit more emotions, but we still yes. have no chill. So you have to still No have, chill, yeah, no but room. y'all still got some love with it. Like... These Americans, ruthless. They kill you. They will stab you in your belly while you're pregnant. And like, uh. Did you just give me the oops face? <laughs> that's what. That's what they do. What the fuck? But when you said Legion, I had skipped school, and I'm dumb as fuck. Some stranger came past me. He was like, "You want to come watch a movie with me?" And I went to go watch Legion. Are you serious, girl? I'm retarded. I did some dumb shit. I'm surprised I'm alive right now, cause I did some dumb shit. And everything in my spirit told me not to go watch this movie with this nigga. But I still did it. And it was a nigga, too. A dumbass nigga that I had to run away from. (sighs) Girl. You put yourself in that position quite a bit. I did. I did. Insecure. Hi. Chite, 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 chite. I'm glad you're still alive. Me, too. If you had died, I would have beaten you. You would have never met me. Oh, you want to bet? Not in this lifetime. Well, I don't know because I feel Why like this is, is my last time we're making a podcast. Your 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 fingers find their way to my titties. Like, why am I always naked when we're making a podcast? I don't know. That's your comfort space. Yeah, I'm always naked in general. But, but um, yeah, end this out, baby. Let's go ahead and get ready for this event. Beat me there at Kink Nick tonight. Well, actually, the podcast is gonna be out Sunday at eleven. So. <laughs> You will hear about this, and I will update y'all later on how bomb it was. So I encourage you guys continue to be insecure, continue to die, but just be open about it.
talk about it more. Engage. Be not afraid of the things that you must become. You must be insecure and you must die. This we know. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Her Story His Tales. Her Story H E R S T O R Y His H I S T E L L S. And hit us up on our um our email at dreamgitch at gmail.com for your stories, for your situations, to vent, whatever. Just give us all the guts, all the glory. Love you. You want to vent on me now because I'm air conditioner. Turn off. <laughs>